Welcome to Path of a Green Witch podcast. My name is Andrea, and I am a green witch. Herbalism is an important part of my practice, and I like to share information about herbal healing on Path of a Green Witch podcast. In this episode, I want to share several ways you can use dandelions as an herbal remedy and as a nutritious ingredient in some delicious recipes. Subscribe if you haven't already, so you never miss an episode. The statements I make on this podcast are for educational purposes only. My statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Therefore, the statements I make are not meant to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. All of the information I share is simply for informational purposes only. You should always consult with a licensed healthcare professional before you start taking a new vitamin, supplement, medicinal herb, or conventional medication. You should also get professional advice before you start a new exercise program or if you suspect that you might have a health problem. Knowledge is power. I hope you use the information I share with you to seek the best care for yourself and the people you love. Thank you for listening. One important caveat about dandelion recipes is this. If you do plan to harvest dandelions, be very certain that they have not been sprayed with any sort of chemical or herbicide. Think twice before foraging handfuls from your local park or neighbor's yard. You want to be sure that the dandelions you forage for consumption have not been peed on by pets, farm friends, or wild animals. But most importantly, make sure the dandelions have not been sprayed with chemicals or grown in contaminated soil. Dandelions are easy to identify, but in general, it's important to confirm the Latin name of the herbs you use to avoid using the wrong herb. There is only one Latin name for each plant. Common names are not reliably unique. I mentioned in the previous episode about dandelions that Taraxacum officinale and Taraxacum levigatum are two species of dandelion that are commonly used in herbalism. I also mentioned that Taraxacum mongolicum is the type of dandelion that is used in traditional Chinese herbal medicine. Taraxacum levigatum is also known as the rock dandelion or red-seeded dandelion. Levigatum is the species of dandelion that grows primarily in Europe, but rarely you can find the levigatum variety in northern parts of North America. Taraxacum officinale is the variety of dandelion that is found almost everywhere in America. Dandelions are more nutritious than spinach and broccoli. All parts of the plant are edible and the leaves are high in potassium, iron, and calcium. Dandelions contain more vitamin A than carrots. The dandelion plant has a deep tap root that can be anywhere from 6 inches to 3 feet long. Dandelion roots, leaves, and flowers can be used medicinally. Roasted dandelion roots can be used as a coffee substitute. Dandelion leaves can be eaten fresh in salads. Dandelion flowers can be made into wine and schnapps, or the flowers can be added to soups and salads. First, I'm going to explain the various consumable parts of the dandelion plant, then I will cover a few medicinal preparations and some delicious recipes. All parts of the dandelion plant can be used for herbal remedies or eaten as a nutritious food. Dandelions have six edible parts, leaves, flower buds, 
upper bud stem, flowers, heart, and root. The flavor and texture will depend heavily on your growing conditions and your ability to determine the best time to harvest. Harvesting too late results in a stronger bitter flavor that is off-putting to some people. First, the leaves. Young leaves can be harvested as they develop. If you gather dandelion leaves before the flower stalk appears, they will taste less bitter. Dandelion leaves produce more bitter compounds the longer they spend in the sun. Leaves that are gathered in the spring when the sun is low in the sky and the nights are still long tend to have less bitterness than the leaves harvested in the summer when they spend long hours in full sun. Dandelions grown in optimal conditions will produce lots of leaves even during the first year of growth. As the leaves mature, they develop an unpleasantly bitter flavor, so harvest them early if you want a less bitter flavor. You can also boil the leaves and discard the water if you want to leach off the bitterness before serving dandelion greens. You might need to boil the leaves for 10 minutes or more to get rid of all of the bitterness. Steaming the leaves seems to trap the bitterness in the greens. Next, flower buds. You can harvest dandelion flower buds before they open and add them to salads. Raw dandelion buds can be served as an appetizer if you soak them in extra virgin olive oil with rosemary and salt. Young buds really aren't that bitter, but older buds do have that predictably bitter flavor. The upper bud stem. If the first three or four inches of the bud stem are healthy, then it is likely that you are gathering from a healthy, vigorously growing plant. A plant that is struggling to survive will have a short, fibrous bud stem that flowers early. Before the bud opens, the upper four inches of a healthy dandelion stem is edible. The flowers. Flowers can be plucked directly from the plant to garnish dishes or add to sandwiches. Separating the petals from the green bracts helps with bitterness. The petals are dry but sweet. The green bracts that are right below the flower heads are very bitter. The heart. The dandelion heart is also known as as the root crown. The dandelion heart is at the very top of the root up to the part where the leaves start getting green. Don't include the leaf bases because they are chewy, tough, and bitter. Remove the leaf bases to reveal the tender dandelion heart. This is similar to an artichoke heart where you have to peel off the fibrous parts to reveal the tender core. Dandelion heart does not include the root, leaf stems, or flower bud stems that are over an inch long. Lastly, the root. Dandelion roots grown in ideal conditions have a potato-like texture and the bitterness is actually manageable. Dandelions have the most flavor before the first flowers appear when the plants are tender and young. Dandelion roots have a turnip-like flavor and are best dug up in early spring and prepared as a vegetable. Rinse each dandelion root under cold water removing all dirt. Check to make sure each root is free of insects. Peel the outer skin from each taproot using your fingers or a paring knife. The skin has a bitter taste. You can cover the roots with water in a pan and bring them to a boil on the stove. Reduce the heat and simmer the roots. Test for doneness by stabbing one or two roots with a fork. When the fork easily goes into the tap roots, they're ready to eat. Now I want to share 13 different ways to prepare dandelions. I'm going to start with the medicinal preparations, then I'll share a few recipes. So here's a list of the 13 preparations. 1. Leaf infusion. 2. Root decoction. 
3. Dandelion and molasses. 4. Dandelion root and nettle decoction. 5. Dandelion root tincture. 6. Roasted dandelion root coffee. 7. Chicory root decoction, a coffee alternative. 8. Bitter brew herbal blend, another coffee alternative. 9. Digestive herbs in vinegar. 10. Dandelion and pumpkin seed pesto. 11. Dandelion wine. 12. Dandelion blossom cookies. 13. Dandelion flower jelly. First, Dandelion Leaf Infusion The leaves of dandelion have a higher mineral content and are more astringent than the other parts of the plant. The high mineral content of the leaves supports healthy kidney function and can help reduce the symptoms of PMS and endometriosis. This might help regulate menstrual cycle. Dandelion leaf is also helpful for treating gout and preventing kidney stones. The astringency of dandelion leaves helps with varicose veins and hemorrhoids when combined with toxins topical preparations. To make a leaf infusion, add half an ounce of dried leaves per cup of boiling water. Steep the leaves for 10 minutes, then strain. Drink 2 to 3 cups daily. This may be taken alone or as part of a formula with other herbs. Dandelion leaf infusion is most supportive when taken over time. 2. Dandelion root decoction. It is very simple to make a dandelion root decoction. First, gently boil 2 to 3 teaspoons of powdered dandelion root per cup of water for 15 minutes. Let it cool and strain it if you like. Drink two to four cups per day. This can also be taken alone or as part of a formula. You can blend dandelion roots with chai spices or decaffeinated coffee for a daily morning blend that supports digestion. Dandelion roots act strongly on the liver and digestive system. The roots contain inulin, which is a prebiotic fiber that feeds probiotic gut flora. Inulin is most available in a decoction made from the roots of the dandelion plant. The roots improve the body's ability to digest food, which can improve acne, eczema and rashes, reduce constipation, among other things. Dandelion roots help detox the liver, which helps break down excess hormones in the body. This action can help with hormonal conditions like PMS and PCOS. Third, dandelion and molasses. This is a simple remedy that is very easy to make. You simply start with a strong decoction of dandelion root and add molasses. So first, simmer four ounces of dandelion root in two quarts of water until half of the water is gone. Then strain it and add one cup of molasses. You can take one tablespoon four times a day, 20 minutes before meals. You can use this treatment for three weeks, then take a break for a week or two. Number four, dandelion root and nettle decoction. This is a natural remedy for eczema that comes from the Romani culture. You place one ounce of dandelion root and one ounce of stinging nettle leaves in a pot. Cover the roots and leaves with three pints of water. Boil, then simmer the roots and leaves covered on low heat for 40 minutes. Allow the decoction to cool to room temperature. Then drink three cups a day for up to three weeks. Take a break for seven to ten days before starting again. Number five, dandelion root tincture. To make a homemade dandelion root tincture, you first add one 
one ounce of powdered dried dandelion root to five ounces of distilled spirits. Put this in a brown glass container to minimize light damage. Keep the mixture away from direct sunlight. Let it steep for six weeks, but shake the mixture every few days to encourage the alcohol to extract the dandelion's medicinal constituents. After six weeks, you can strain the tincture if you prefer, but it's not necessary. Store it in a cool place. Use one to two teaspoons three times a day. But if you use a commercial preparation of dandelion tincture, you should follow the directions on the package. Number six, dandelion root coffee. Dandelion root coffee is a delicious coffee alternative. You can even harvest and prepare the roots yourself, and I'll give you some simple instructions on how to do that. You need roasted dandelion roots for this recipe. Here's how to make dandelion root coffee if you already have roasted ground dandelion root. You just add three tablespoons of roasted ground dandelion root per cup of boiling water. Allow the mixture to steep for 30 minutes. Strain it into a saucepan and reheat it to your desired temperature. You can serve it with milk and honey if you like. Here's how to harvest and prepare dandelion roots for dandelion coffee. These instructions call for using a dehydrator, but if you don't have one, you can dry your sliced dandelion roots in a warm oven. Some ovens have a keep warm option that usually runs around 120 degrees Fahrenheit, but keep an eye on them to make sure they don't burn. You can also allow the sliced roots to air dry for a few hours or overnight. If you do have a dehydrator, here are the instructions. Dig up a large bunch of dandelion roots. Wash all of the dirt off the roots, finely slice them, and arrange the dandelion roots in a single layer in your dehydrator and allow them to dry for 60 minutes. Then chop the roots into small pieces. Arrange the chopped dandelion roots on a baking sheet. Roast the chopped dandelion roots at 250 degrees Fahrenheit for 30 minutes. The roots need to be browned and dried all the way through. Allow the dandelion roots to cool, then grind them finely and roast them again. This time, roast the ground dandelion roots for 5 minutes at 150 degrees Fahrenheit. You can store the roasted ground dandelion roots in an airtight container. And when you're ready to make dandelion root coffee, simply add 3 tablespoons of your roasted ground dandelion roots per cup of boiling water and allow the mixture to steep for 30 minutes. Then strain it and reheat it to your desired temperature. Number 7. Chicory Root Decoction Another delicious coffee alternative is a chicory root decoction. You need roasted chicory root for this recipe. Place one tablespoon of roasted chicory root in two cups of water. Simmer in a small covered saucepan for 10 to 20 minutes. Strain out the roots and add honey, and or milk to taste. So here's how to use dandelion with chicory, burdock, and chamomile. Dandelion is closely related to chicory, and chicory is sometimes called red dandelion because the leaves have more red in them than dandelion leaves, but they actually look very similar. When you see large dandelion leaves sold in fancy grocery stores, they are probably chicory leaves. Chicory is also the same plant as Belgian endive. When it is cultivated in the dark, it produces small pale leaves with some light yellow color. Belgian endives are often added to salads for their light bitter flavor. The bitter taste of chicory is in fact where much of its benefits lie. It supports and strengthens digestive function because of its bitter constituents that enhance digestion by increasing the flow of bile and helping with the absorption of nutrients. Similar to dandelion, chicory also possesses liver cleansing and detoxifying properties. Young chicory leaves are edible and can be added to 
into salad or sauteed like spinach. The older the plant gets, the more bitter its leaves will become. Beyond its bitter medicinal benefits, chicory is also a nutritive plant. It is high in folate and has often been used for anemia. It also contains a constituent in its root called inulin, which is a special kind of starch. This inulin feeds our beneficial gut flora. It acts as a prebiotic rather than a probiotic. Using chicory root can actually help to increase the good bacteria living in our digestive tract. Chicory is not as medicinal as dandelion, but both are useful for gallstones, gout, indigestion, and constipation. Dandelion and chicory are closely related plants and both have bitter tasting leaves that are great for our digestive health. Another herb with similar actions that is milder than dandelion is burdock. Burdock is another plant that quickly spreads like a weed. It has huge rhubarb-like leaves and in the second year of growth, it produces tall, thistle-like blooms with brown burrs. These brown burrs were literally the inspiration for Velcro. The roots of burdock are mildly bitter and slightly sweet. They encourage liver and lymph detoxification. Burdock is incredibly effective, but like I said, it's also gentle. It blends well in many different formulas and it takes the edge off dandelion's bitter taste. So here's a recipe for a bitter brew that contains burdock, chicory, and dandelion. This blend tastes a bit like coffee and delivers a good dose of liver-moving herbs. You can add a cinnamon stick for flavor, but cinnamon slows the colon, so keep that in mind. You can also add half a teaspoon of yellow dock root as a gentle laxative. You need two teaspoons of burdock root, one teaspoon of roasted chicory root, one teaspoon of dandelion root. Combine the roots with two cups of water in a small pot. Bring it to a boil, then reduce the heat and let it simmer covered for 20 minutes. Strain it and you can enjoy it hot or iced. Number nine, digestive bitters and vinegar. This can be used as a dressing on meals, dashed over roasted vegetables, or drizzled on salads. You can also use this as a digestive tonic by taking a spoonful of the vinegar before or after meals. So here's the recipe. You need two-thirds of a cup of roasted chicory root, one-third of a cup of roasted dandelion root, one-third of a cup of burdock root, and one-third of a cup of chamomile. Place all of the ingredients in a glass quart-sized jar and cover them completely with apple cider vinegar. Stir to remove any air bubbles and add more vinegar if necessary. Place a sheet of wax paper over the jar if you're using a metal lid because vinegar corrodes metal. Or you can just use a plastic lid. Label the the jar with the ingredients and the date and let it steep for three to four weeks. Shake occasionally. Strain the mixture through a fine sieve or cheesecloth and then bottle the resulting liquid in a dark glass bottle. Like I said, this vinegar can be used as a condiment on meals, dashed over roasted vegetables, or drizzled on salads. And you can also use it as a digestive tonic by taking a spoonful before or after meals. Number 10. Dandelion Pumpkin Seed Pesto. This recipe is delicious and nutrient dense. This pesto highlights some of the best food sources of calcium. You should feel free to throw in other mineral rich tasty weeds and herbs if you like. You can serve this with veggie sticks, tortilla chips, or use it the way you would use traditional pesto. So here's the recipe. You need one bunch of chopped dandelion leaves, one cup of toasted hulled pumpkin seeds or pepitas, half a cup of grated parmesan cheese, and one to three cloves of garlic 
chopped coarsely, a squeeze of lemon juice, and a quarter cup of extra virgin olive oil. Combine all of the ingredients in a food processor and blend until it makes a nice paste. It tastes best the day it's made, but it can be refrigerated for one or two days. It also freezes pretty well. The greens will oxidize and the garlic will lose its punch over time. Number 11, Dandelion Wine Recipe. Dandelion wine is believed to be of Celtic origin, and it's regarded as one of the fine country wines of Europe. In the late 1800s and early 1900s, it was not proper for ladies to drink alcohol. However, dandelion wine was considered so therapeutic to the kidneys and digestive system that it was deemed medicinal even for the ladies. The taste of this dandelion wine is rich, golden, and warming. It's more like a good brandy than a wine. If you use wine yeast as recommended in the recipe, you should end up with around 12 to 13 percent alcohol. If you're feeling adventurous, you may be able to nurture wild yeast from the raisins into fermenting. Wild yeast brews will have a lower alcohol content because wild yeast dies off if the alcohol level gets too high. As usual, make sure your dandelion flowers are free of pesticides, herbicides, or other contaminants. For dandelion wine, you want to only use the yellow flower petals. If you leave the flower petals attached to the green base, you'll get a bitter, unpleasant wine. This recipe calls for three quarts of loosely packed yellow dandelion petals, not three quarts of flower heads. You need three quarts of petals only. If you don't have enough dandelion petals from one picking, you can freeze the petals until you have enough. All of your fermentation vessels should be glass, ceramic, stainless steel, or food grade plastic. Never ferment in aluminum or iron as it can react with the wine. You want to remove the petals as soon as possible after picking because the flower heads will close over time, and once they close, it's tough to get the petals off. So if you're working alone, it might be best to pick some of the flower heads that you need, remove the petals, then pick more flowers and repeat. That way you won't have trouble with the flower heads closing before you have time to clean them. So here are the ingredients you'll need for a dandelion wine. Three quarts of dandelion petals, one gallon of water, two oranges with the peel, preferably organic oranges, one lemon with the peel, again preferably organic, three pounds of sugar, one one package of wine yeast or champagne yeast and one pound of raisins. Here are the directions. Collect the blossoms when they are fully open on a sunny day. Remove any green parts. Bring the water to a boil and pour it over the flowers in a large pot or crock. Cover with a towel to keep dust out and let it steep for three days. Stir daily to keep the petals submerged. They will develop a musty smell, but this is normal. Now you want to prepare the oranges and the lemon. Zest about half of the rind and peel off the rest in thin strips. You want to minimize the amount of white pith that you add to the brew. Now peel the pith off of the fruit and slice it into thin rounds. Add the lemon and orange zest to the flour water mixture and bring it to a boil. Remove it from the heat and then strain out the solids. Dissolve the sugar into the flour water and allow it to cool to room temperature. Then add the yeast, orange and lemon slices, and raisins to the liquid. Put everything into a crock and allow it to ferment. Stir it daily with a wooden spoon. So here's how you bottle the wine. When the primary fermentation mixture stops bubbling, like after one to two weeks, this means the fermentation is almost done. Strain the liquid through several layers of cheesecloth or a flour sack top 
towel and transfer it to sterilized bottles. Slip a deflated balloon over the top of each bottle to monitor for further fermentation. When the balloon remains deflated for 24 hours, fermentation is complete and you can cork the bottle and store it in a cool dark place for at least six months before drinking. Do not seal the bottles tightly before they finish fermenting and don't put them somewhere warm or you'll end up with exploding bottles. Recipe number 12, dandelion blossom cookies. This will make about 16 to 20 cookies and it takes a total of 30 minutes to do. Dandelion flowers aren't just pretty, they are also an extremely nutritious food and have none of the bitterness of the dandelion leaves if you cut off the green bracts at the base of the flower cluster. Here are the ingredients for dandelion blossom cookies. Half a cup of oil, half a cup of honey, two eggs, one teaspoon of vanilla, one cup of flour, one cup of dry oatmeal, half a cup of dandelion flowers. All you need to do is preheat the oven to 375 degrees Fahrenheit, blend the oil and honey and beat in the two eggs and vanilla, stir in the flour, oatmeal and dandelion flowers, then drop the batter by teaspoonfuls onto a lightly oiled cookie sheet and bake for 10 to 15 minutes. The last recipe is dandelion flour jelly. Dandelion jelly tastes like honey and is great on toast. You can even use this jelly in tea as a replacement for honey. You'll need dandelion flowers, water, sugar, pectin, bowls, measuring cups, scissors, a strainer, canning jars, a canning funnel, a ladle, and a water bath canner. The first thing you'll need to do, of course, is gather the dandelion flowers. And again, you want just the flower heads, not the stems or bracts. Make sure you gather your flowers from an area that is clean. After you've picked a nice sized bowl of dandelion flowers, make sure you cut off the green parts. You need two cups of flower petals for this recipe. This recipe has two parts. First, we make a dandelion tea. So you need to steep the dandelion flower petals to make a tea, then turn that tea into jelly. So here's how you make the dandelion tea. Pour four cups of boiling water over the flower petals and let it sit until it cools, then cover and place it in the fridge for 24 hours. After it's finished steeping, strain it well and squeeze out as much liquid as possible. At this point, your tea will smell a little grassy, but don't worry. Once it's cooked, it will taste so good. It it tastes a lot like honey with a dash of lemon. So here's what you need to do next. Measure out three and a half to four cups of your dandelion tea and pour it into a large pot. Add two tablespoons of lemon juice and one pouch of powdered pectin and bring this to a boil. Then add four cups of sugar, stir it well and return it to a boil. Boil the jelly for one to two minutes, then remove it from the heat. Pour the jelly into hot canning jars, leaving a quarter of an inch of headspace. Wipe the edge of the jar clean and place the lids and rings on finger tight. Place the jars in a water bath canner and process for 10 minutes or according to your altitude. Remove the jars from the canner and place on a towel. Allow them to sit undisturbed for 24 hours to let the seal harden. Any jars that haven't sealed need to be put in the fridge to be used first or you can reprocess them. Those were the 13 preparations for dandelion. That included some medicinal preparations and some delicious delicious recipes. I hope you found this information useful. Let me know if you've decided to make one of these recipes. Thank you so much for listening to Path of a Green Witch podcast and a very special thank you to the supporters of Path of a Green Witch podcast, John Shields, Jacqueline Hatfield, Nicole Mims, and Ray. I really appreciate your support. Thank you so much for listening.